Welcome to the Medic Church Podcast. Today we're going to be continuing when our pigs fly series. Today's sermon is entitled Miracles of Protection. Today we're going to talk about long before you face a problem, God already has a plan. If you need special prayer today, remember you can submit your prayer request by going to www.medicchurch.com. Right there on the homepage, there's a prayer request form. Fill it out. Our team's standing by ready to believe that God's going to meet each and every need that is submitted. All right, let's dive into this day. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast starting right now. You ready to dive into this today? Let's continue our When Our Pigs Fly series. Today, I want to talk to you guys about the miracles of protection. Miracles of protection. So how many of you have ever prayed the prayer, God, help me? God, help me. You got to help me through this. Anybody? Am I, I, I can't be alone. <laughs> so I learned on th- PhD this last week that I was the only one that really got into a fist fight. And so, <laughs> oh, so there we go. So y'all missed the first little bit there. So I'm letting y'all, I, well, listen, guys. So you guys are welcome to come out to PhD. Uh, it's not the same night every week, but anything that's on our website, we got a calendar on the homepage. It's in blue. You're welcome to attend. And so, uh, but we, we, <laughs> we were talking about, uh, picking our fights, picking our battles, and so uh, <laughs> I was like, "How many of you have ever fought?" And nobody lifted their hands up. No. <laughs> and I was like, "I may be the only one." But anyway, if anybody's ever prayed the prayer, "Hey, God, save me from this. God, you got to help me through this." And so I'm going I'm to show you some stuff today. <laughs> God, save me, God. God, you gotta, you gotta help me pass this test. It's coming up. God, you know I gotta be able to pass the test. If I don't pass this test, I'm not gonna graduate school. I'm gonna fail my class. My mom, and dad's gonna be mad. I, if I don't pass this test, I'm not gonna get the job. God, I need your help. Some of these prayers sound familiar. Y'all check this one out. Here's another one. <laughs> This is when I had to pray a lot. God, dear God, God, please save me from this ticket. God blessed his trooper. God let put it on his heart not to give me a ticket. God, you know I don't need another ticket. Lord, you know I can't afford it. Lord, you got to save me from it. Now, I ain't never done this, but maybe, maybe you prayed this prayer. God, you know I've been out drinking. God, just let me get home safe and sound. And God, I promise I'll never touch another drink in my life. God, just help me get there. God, I smoked that doobie over there. And I got high. God, if you'll just let me just get through this, I promise I won't touch it again. <laughs> I want y'all guys to see something. God has the power to save us. God has the power to enter situations that we're in. Yeah, I know some of them are kind of funny and some of them are kind of, and maybe you can kind of relate to some of these things, and, and, but, but God has the power to save us. He has the miraculous protection from us from harm. He, can, he got this miraculous things that he can do to protect us from harm. And so today, we're going we're gonna to dive deep into some of this stuff. So I want you guys to, to hold tight. And y'all check out Psalms 37 and 39 here. I love this verse. It says, the Lord rescued the godly. He is their fortress in times of trouble. Man, that's awesome. See, what, what I, I really, man, I'm getting ready to tell y'all something amazing. Getting ready to tell y'all something awesome. 
But see, God rescues. The Lord rescues the godly here. He, he rescues the people that need him the most. He, he rescues us when we're in trouble. Anybody ever been in a situation, you've prayed these prayers, God, you know I did something wrong. My, my mom and dad is going to come in. God, you're going to have to change their mind. God, so give them grace. Give them mercy. I know a time when I did something mean and done something to my brother. My, my daddy, he's going to whoop my butt. And I was like, God, please change his mind. God, please touch his heart. God, save me from this trouble I'm in. And he saved me. It was great. It was awesome. But listen, listen, listen. This is big. I want you guys to take this home with you today. All right, you ready? Long before you face a problem, God already has a plan. Now, that ought to make somebody shout here this morning. Listen, long before you face a problem, God already has a plan. Online campus, no. Long before you face a problem, God already has a plan. Pastor Michael, you're one of those churches that believe in predestination. Listen, I believe that God has a plan for each one of our lives, and it's up to us whether we're going to follow the route that God has planned out for us. And sometimes, you know, we talk about the GPS and we talk about the road. God has a destination we're on, and sometimes we decide, hey, I know best. I got a better plan. But God already says, long before you're going to face problems, I already had a plan. So look, check us out. Check us out. How do I know this information? How do I know long before people faced some problems, God had a plan? Long before the rain started pouring down to flood the earth, God was already planning Noah to build the boats, to build the ark. He went to Noah and he's like, Noah, listen, something's about to take place in this world. I'm getting ready to do something. I need you to build the boats, I need you to build this ark. See, God had the plan. He sent him the blueprints. He sent Noah the, what he needed to do to build this boat before the rain even began to fall down. Y'all check it out. Before Jonah was thrown overboard, see, Jonah was running from Nineveh. Jonah was running from God and what God had called him to do. Maybe this is you today. God has called you to do something. You've been running for it. But guess what? God already had a plan to have a fish to rescue him. That's deep. The right moment, the right timing that the fish was there. You know, we want to, it, don't, it says a big, a big fish is what it says. We are, we are assuming that it was a whale. The great whale was right there at the right moment. Y'all ever heard of the, hey, right place, right time? Right place, right time? That's what God has here. He was in the right place at the right time when he needed it the most. See, God already had a plan. See, before the Israels could come out, of captivity that they were in, they, they, they got bound up, and they were started running. You know, Moses went to Pharaoh and said, let my people go. And he went out, and they got to the Red Sea there. And here come the army. But see, before they got there, and they got surrounded by the army, God already had the plan to part the Red Sea. Y'all see a pattern here? God already has a plan for you. When you're in a troubled situation, God's always going to provide a what? A way out. We need a sermon series on that. <laughs> so, so before you find out that you have bad health, 
God already has a plan for you. God already has something else in mind. He already has the plan set up. Before you're going to get ready to lose that job, God already has a plan. And before that girlfriend breaks your heart, God already has a plan for you. How do I know that God has a plan for you? Because when God said, hey, I want you to walk away from your job and you had no income, a new family that you just got married and you had a baby uh, and you know everything was just kind of coming together in your life and you were set and God said, walk away. That was me. God was like, hey, you have this job. You have your dream job. You're set up for life. And I'm telling you to walk away. See, when, he, when, when I was in the, the moments that I was in, when I was hurting and I was cringing, God said, I have a plan. I have a purpose. And I was faithful and I stayed on the course and I followed through. And I said, okay, God, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to follow your plan. Not Michael's plan because Michael's plan was ready to raise. <laughs> he's, about to, he's, about to tear, he's about to get in some fist fights. He's about to go down. But see, long before I had struggles in ministry, the things I went through, the struggles I went through, the burdens I went through, the problems, the headaches, the heartbreaks, God had a plan. God had a plan. When we decided that we were going to start Medic Church on March 1st of 2020, God already had a plan. He already knew what was going to happen. He already knew two weeks later we were going to have to shut the doors and go strictly online. God had a plan for us. We didn't see it. I love that song. Even when we don't see it, God's still working. Even when we don't feel it, God is still working in our lives. And God was working in those moments. When we didn't see him, we didn't feel him. God still had a plan. And we've seen multiple people throughout last year's life to be changed. Because God had a plan. See, God is a God who has the power to miraculously save. I can't save any of you guys in your spiritual life. Only thing I can do is give you the necessary tools that, 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 that God can restore the brokenness in your life. I know, if you fall down and <laughs> you bump your leg, hurt your arm, you fall down and you go boom, I can help you, I can save you. But I can't save your life. I can't save you from hell. But see, y'all check this out. See, the same God that showed his power in the Bible, he shut the mouth of the lion. When Daniel was there, he got thrown in there, and, and the lions were all around him. I'm sure the lions were hungry. I'm ready. I'm sure they were ready to devour Daniel there. But God's like, uh-uh. I'm going to shut the mouth of the lions to protect him. The same God that calmed the raging storms. See, I want you guys to know whatever you're in, whatever storm you may be in, long before you face the problems that you're in, God's already got a plan for you. You're in a struggle right now. You're in a, in a, in a runt, and you, and, you, and you can't feel like you can get out. God has a plan. Just keep staying faithful. Keep staying the course. God has the plan set up for you. Now I'm going to talk to you guys about the miracle power of protection. The miracle powers of protection today. And I want you guys to look at something here in Acts, here in just a few moments. We're going to talk about, there was, there was Paul and Silas here. I like Paul and Silas. <laughs> they were casting out demons. Now, I don't know if y'all guys have ever experienced that. Of course, in my ministry, I've seen a lot of things happen. <laughs> I've seen demons be cast out. It's so amazing to see what the power of God and what he can do. And so they were casting out demons here. And, 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 and so they got falsely accused of doing some things here. It's witchcraft. It's not real. This can't be true. Look at something. 
Acts 16, 22 and 23. The crowd joined in the against Paul and Silas. And the masters ordered them to be stripped and beaten with the rod. Stripped and beaten with the rod. Verse 23. After they had been uh, severely frogged, they, went, they were thrown into prison. And the jailers were commanded to guard them carefully. Now I'm going to focus on Paul here just for a few moments here. Now he was stripped down. Both of them were stripped down. Stripped. I mean, nothing. <laughs> they didn't have clothes like we have today. I mean, they were like in robes. Probably didn't smell the greatest. They stripped them down. And then they decided, okay, now we're just going to strip them down. We're going to beat them with the rod. I don't know about y'all. Anybody get ever get, back in the day, your parents hit you with the little hickory stick? Flashbacks. <laughs> stop it. Flashbacks. Stop it. Flashbacks. Well, it was bad when you went over and you picked out one that wasn't big enough and they sent you back. <laughs> don't make me go over and get one, boy. <laughs> but see, but see, listen. Where was God when they stripped him down and they beat him with the rod? God, where are you at in my situation today? God, you know I got bills due. And you know I ain't got the money to pay for it. You, God, you know my health ain't the best. God, where are you at? These cats here. Got and got stripped down, beat with the rod. Who wants to get beat with the microphone stand? Though? Anybody? Any volunteers? Anybody? Anybody? anybody, anybody? Yeah. No, I can't do that. But see, the Roman citizen here, man, they now they were extreme with their punishments. Extreme. Maybe we ought to go back to some of these things. We wouldn't have the problems in the world we're having, but sit here there. But but I mean, they were harsh. I mean, harsh to these guys. Now, they're walking around. They're going to be stripped down of their clothes. Now, I'm going to kind of give you guys some examples here. I mean, in those moments, you think about it. When you, when you get stripped down, I mean, they weren't just taking their, their clothes off of them. They were stripping their hope. They were stripping down their faith. They were stripping down their trust. God, where are you? God, you're supposed to be here with us. We're out here doing your work, what you've called us to do. God, you, you allow these things to happen. They stripped us down. God, you're stripped us of our hope, our trust, and our faith. And when they beat him with the rods, they were beating out their words, their doubts, and they become discouraged. God, where are you? Where are you? I don't know about y'all, but say this happened today in 2021. How I many of you would still say, hey, God, I'm right here with you? I'll just be honest with you. It'd be hard for me to, <laughs> whew, I would. But it would be hard. See, it had to be a disappointment. It had to be a disappointment knowing that you're out here doing God's work. God's kind of let you down. Maybe today you're in this moment and you've seen what God's done in a lot of people's life all the way around you, but you feel just like Paul and Silas did. I've been stripped down. People's done me wrong. I've went to church. People's done me wrong. God, you let me down. God, I was supposed to be a walking miracle. God, you, you let me down. God, you were supposed to heal me from this. God, it didn't happen. You let me down. And what happens is, God, you didn't protect me. It's not fair. Sally Sue's over here. You know, she's got all this, you know, she, she's struggling with her life. She's down in the runs, but God, you healed her brother. You did great things for her, and she ain't done nothing for the church. She ain't done nothing in her walk with life, but you hit us. God, that's not fair. 
And sometimes what happens is when we allow that to happen in our life and we start looking around to other people, well, God, you're blessing them. God, you're blessing them more than you're blessing me. That's not fair. So I'll be transparent with you guys. And I'm not rich by no means. So y'all, y'all listen to me. I'm not rich. But I've been blessed that God has been faithful to us. <clears throat> and we, I have a good paying job. Tasha had jobs with the NASA. <laughs> I have two good paying jobs. Tasha works from home. So we've been very blessed to have a lot of nice things. We're able to go out to eat and buy certain things. And, uh, you know, with her job, we're able to, to go. We're flying to Vegas in August. We're going to take a family vacation. We go places. We go and do things. God's been faithful to us. But we've been faithful to God. But I want to be transparent with you that there's been times in my life where I didn't know where my next meal was going to come from. I didn't know where we were going to be able to pay our light bills or not. Y'all see Pastor Michael buying some. <laughs> Y'all just know I'm not rich. It's just because God's been faithful to us. And there's been times where I've questioned God and said, okay, God, why are you allowing these things to happen to me? God, I see everybody else around me being blessed. God, where's my blessing? God, I, I don't see this. And it began to make me stop praying. And I started not wanting to go to church. And I stopped putting the praise and worship music on in my car. God, you're going to have to show me something. Maybe you sound kind of just like me today. And I want to encourage you, quit focusing on the people around you and focus on the blessing that God's preparing for you. And, and again, I, I'm, not, I'm not rich. I don't plan to be rich. But we're able to do some of the things we're doing because God has blessed us and because we've been faithful. And I know the same God that can be faithful to me can be faithful to you. When we stepped out and we showed God, hey, we're going to trust your plan and not my plan, he opened up so many doors. Y'all want to know the truth? <laughs> and can vouch for what I'm saying? Jamie can tell you. There's been times we picked up the phone and said, Jamie, I need you to do this. I need you to help us. And she's been there to help us take us to the grocery store, buy formula when we need it. She was there. She knows some of the pains and struggles we went through. I don't want y'all to think I'm making up something. <laughs> I don't do that. Let's look at Acts 16, 25 and 26. It says, about midnight, Paul and Silas were singing hymns to God. <laughs> I'm getting ready to show y'all something awesome here. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the other prisoners were listening to them. Right, let me finish this up. Suddenly, there was a, such a violent earthquake that the foundation of the prison was shaken. All at once, all the prison doors flew open and everyone chanted, or, or, and everyone's chains came loose. Now, a couple things here. It's midnight. You're in prison. They done got beat up. They naked. They hanging out. And these fools, and, and they in there with other people, and these fools over here, they're singing. Praying and singing. And it says, all the other prisoners, listen, I don't know what the prison looked like, but I know what prisons look like in today's society. Y'all imagine, you're probably in the prison, you're probably over there just wanting to mind your own business, and these little rascals are over singing and praying. I bet you they are sitting there, if y'all don't shut up, if y'all don't stop, I'm going <laughs> to take these chains, I'm going to guards, you're going to have to shut them down. You're going to have to hush them up. I want you guys to see some stuff here. <laughs> but they didn't do that. They began to listen. The prisoners were listening to these praying 
them praying in the hymns they were singing. Now check this out. So where's the miracle at here? See, <laughs> Paul didn't wait to praise. Or Paul didn't wait to worship after the miracle. He worshiped before. Y'all hear that? Paul didn't wait to worship after the miracle. He worshiped before. So he was, he done been beat up. He done been praying. He, he, he probably felt in his mind, God, I just want to give up. I just want to die, but he didn't. He kept giving to his faith. He said, okay, that's all right. You beat me down. That's all right. I'm still going to praise. I'm still going to worship. He, may be, he was in these moments, and he was like, okay, I got to keep going. I got to keep trusting in God. God, you got a plan for me. You got a plan for my life. I got to keep praying, praying and praising you. See, he didn't wait for a miracle to happen. He, you know, he began to praise and worship before it happened. Some of us need to quit expecting and putting these expectations on God because, and we're not even worshiping praising him. See, we learned a couple weeks ago or last week, I can't remember everything's running together, but, but we learned that we put too much expectations on God. God, I'm expecting you to do this. God, I expect you to do these miracles. I expect you to protect me. God, I expect you to give me a financial miracle. God, I have to put these expectations on you. But we ain't reading our Bibles. We ain't even praising, praying to God. We're, we're not doing anything. We barely come to church. We barely hanging on to anything. And we're putting these expectations on God. And, and we wonder why we're in the ruts that we're in. We wonder why we don't have the things that we have. We wonder why that we look around and other people are being blessed. It's because Paul didn't wait to worship after the miracle. He worshiped before. He worshiped before. See, one thing I want to encourage you guys is to praise, to praise God. Praise him, praise him, praise him, because you will begin to see his power. Y'all, I tell you what, that's why singing here and our praise and worship is so important because it intervenes the power, invites the presence of God, and it brings in the power to let God restore the brokenness in your heart. And another thing that you want to do is you want to praise him and praise him and praise him. Even when you don't feel like it, praise him, praise him, praise him, praise him. Giving thanks. Even when you don't feel like it, when you feel like, hey, God, all these bad things are happening in my life, continue to praise God. There's two times you need to worship. There's two times you want to worship God. There's two times. Y'all ready for this? Yeah, When you feel like it and when you don't. When you feel like praising God and even when you don't, begin to praise God. Begin to speak to God. Worship Him for who He is. For what He can and can't do. All things are possible through Christ. So he can do all things. See, I guess, guys, listen. They, so they were praising in the middle of the nights. They're in the middle of the prison here. And they were praising God. Had to be tough. Be tough on anybody. I mean, I'm sure their bodies were, were weakened because they beat them with wooden sticks. They beat them with, with wooden rods. I'm sure they were tired. I'm sure that they, again, that their, their hope was stripped out. But they were praising him anyway. God showed up. The earthquake began to shake and the prison doors popped open. Now check this out. <laughs> the jailers woke up. The guards there, they woke up. Over there supposed to be washing them. They were sleeping. <laughs> what are you doing? You're supposed to be over here. You're supposed to be washing them, man. Y'all imagine me and the boss coming in the next day. <laughs> what happened here? What done went down? 
You were supposed to be watching these guys. Now all of them's gone. What? What are you doing? Come on, this ain't guys. Come on. <laughs> but but it says the, they they woke up. They seen all the doors open. That had to be a scary moment because you know some of these people probably done done some hardcore stuff, and you know done beat them with sticks, stripped them down. So they probably upset. They probably angry. They drew their swords out to you know to start battling it out. We're gonna battle it out. You, if you don't get back to yourselves, you're going to die. But Paul said, listen, listen, don't kill yourself. Don't kill yourself. We're here. We're here. See, I want you guys to see something here. This is really, really awesome. See, the jailers there, the guards, they, they were in this moment where they had seen all this stuff happening right before their eyes. They probably had their bosses on their necks, and they knew their bosses were going to be mad at them the next day. And I'm sure that, that, you know, they were there. They've heard the praise, and they heard the singing, and they heard what was going on. And they go, how do I become saved? How do I get saved? How do I get tapped into this resources? I've seen what's happening here. I see the power that your God has done. He's saving you. And Paul and Silas here, man, they were like, okay, man, this is what you got to do. And they, they began to believe and they began to speak life into them. And guess what? Not only did they begin to speak life into them and change the guard's life, they changed their whole family's course and their whole family's life. Why am I saying that? Because I want you guys to see the significance here. It's because they were beaten with a rod. They were stripped down and they probably were questioning, where is God? And most people were like, where are you, God? Amen. In today's society, you may be saying, hey, God, where are you? But if you keep following the course, imagine the people around you's life that you could potentially be changing, the lives that you can hold on to and then that you can see to get connected with God and not only just change their life, but change their whole family's lives. Stay the course. See, not only was Paul saved from the jail and he was able to speak and preach the gospel to these jailers. The jailers and the guards were saved and the whole entire family. See, long before, long before Paul went into the prison, God already had a plan. He already knew that the people that were going to be there, he already knew that he was going to shake the place up and he already knew that the invitation was going to be given. See, God's miraculous power here protected Paul's life. This very servant here See, God, God often protects you in so many ways that we don't understand. See, the earthquake could have easily, easily shook. And the building could have easily fell in on them and could have killed them. But God chose to say, uh-uh, I'm going to protect him. I'm going to protect him at all costs. See, God sometimes protects us when we don't understand it. And we don't understand, hey, why was I stuck in this late meeting? Why did I get stuck in traffic? Why did my tire have a, you know, why did my car have a flat tire? Sometimes these things that happen in our life ain't just coincidental. Sometimes it's God protecting us from things. When I get stuck in traffic, I say, okay, God, thank you for allowing me and protecting me from whatever may be down the road. And there's things that you may not even understand and not even see and, and maybe, maybe we'll never know. I know one time that, that we were coming home from Florida one year and we were traveling down through there and we got rerouted onto a road and, and I was like, ah, oh, snap. And it added an hour to our time. 
We didn't typically go that way. And I was like, okay, let's just go that way. Come to find out if we would have took the other route in about the same timing, it would have taken us to get to this particular wreck. There was an incident that took place that ended up uh, somebody lost their life, and it could have very easily been us in that particular moment right there. And, and you know, God was protecting us. Even though it aggravated us and it upset me that I added an hour to my already long trip, God was preparing us and had a plan to protect us. So just because some things happen in your life, God may be protecting you from something even bigger in your life. Well, I didn't get accepted into that college or that certain school. Maybe God's protecting you from you running into somebody that you don't need to be running into or maybe a crowd of people that can try to influence you. Maybe it's God trying to protect you. So don't tell it as a lost. But God, I really wanted to go. You should have provided this for me. God, you know I needed to go there. But look at it as a blessing, God. I don't know what you're trying to protect me from, but thank you. Thank you, God. God, give me strength each and every day, God. God, just help me when I, when I don't see you working, God. God, I just keep reminding me that you're in the background, that you're working in my life. Praise God. In your faithfulness, in the good times and the bad you know, if you guys ever been married and you, you say those uh, vows, you say, God, <laughs> I take this man and this woman in the good times and the bad, in sickness and health, right? You've heard those vows before? In the good times and the bad. And I want you guys to know there's times in this life that we experience bad things. We experience bad things, but we still need to pray and seek after God. We still need to start praying, God, hey, God, I know these things have happened, but God, I'm going to praise you anyway. See, sometimes God's eternal purpose doesn't align with our temporary plans. Woo, did y'all hear that? Sometimes God's eternal purpose doesn't align with our temporary plans. Sometimes the, the, I had no idea that God was going to have us to plant a church here in Pilot Mountain, North Carolina. I had no idea that the pandemic was going to take place. I had no idea this wasn't any part of my course that I ever thought I would be on. But God had a plan and a purpose. See, those temporary things that I had planned out for my life, those things that I was in, that job that I thought that was my purpose and my, my whole life was going to be planned out. God said, uh-uh, I got an eternal purpose. Because he knew that in Pilot Mountain on June, June 28th or 27th, June 27th or 2021, that we were going to be speaking this message. Somebody needed to hear and know that God still has a plan. God still has a purpose for each one of you guys. You may feel like, hey, I don't have a purpose, but God has a purpose for you. Well, how do I fit in? Hey, come talk to me. We'll get you plugged in. See, y'all got to see something. Paul had already been arrested here. He had already been spending about five to six years in prison. That can't be fun. I ain't never been to prison. I hope I never have to go. I've been like for medical stuff, but I don't like it being any type of fun. Prison don't look fun at all. See, Paul didn't give up. Paul still sang the praises. But Paul still sang out to God. He still prayed out and said, God, protect me. Touch me. I'm going to take my last breath. See, our, God's eternal purpose may not line up with our temporary plan. God, it doesn't make sense 
to me, wow, that precious baby had to die. God, why did that drunk driver have to kill that teenage driver? God, why did this building collapse this past week in Florida? A building collapsed. Why did those people have to die, God? Why? Why do bad things happen to good people? I don't know, but I know that God's preparing you for your biggest blessing yet. God's preparing you for something that you can't even imagine, so you got to stay the course. I want to encourage you guys this morning to pray for your spouses. Pray for your marriages. If you don't have a spouse, I want you to pray for your future spouse. Pray that God will send you that right person and to be in your life that you both can worship and love God. I want you guys to pray for your kids. If you don't have kids, pray for your nieces and your nephews. If you don't have your nieces and nephews, pray for our children across this world. Pray that God will touch their life. Pray for your friends. Pray that God will send you the right friends to have his right good circle and good people to hang out around. And I want you guys to pray for me, your pastor, more than anything. Because guess what? Your pastor has the same struggles as each one of you guys have. I had the same temptations. I had the same uh, you know, desires. I had the same issues. I had the same struggles. And I want you guys to know that the devil comes after me and attacks me a whole, I won't say a whole lot more, but he comes after me a whole lot because he knows the purpose and plan that God has for my life. And he knows what the plan is and he knows what we're capable of. And he don't like it, so he tries his darnest to get in our minds. So I want you guys to please pray your pastor if I can't ask you to do anything else for me please pray for me please pray for me pray for the enemies that you have the people that my pastor Mike you mean the people that stun me don't pray for them pray for them I'm going to close with this people may have done you wrong man. I'm going to tell you all people's done me wrong even in church but God had a plan God had a purpose See, because you face a problem already, you may be facing things, God already has a plan, already set up for you. See, if you're hurting and you've been hurting and there's things that happen inside of your life, hey, people's hurt me, hey, listen, start living on the outside of comfort knowing that God still loves you. People's going to hurt you. People's going to come in your life. They're going to be there for a season. They're going to blow out. They're going to be like leaves. As they come through the spring, they're going to bloom up. They're going to look good. They're going to be there. In the summer, they're going to start dwindling down, and by the fall, they're going to start falling away. Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Even when things die off, spring's coming again. And what I love about things is, see, when I didn't see relationships, when I seen relationships start breaking out and falling apart around me, even in churches, even in church relationships that I had with friends that I thought were my friends, when I seen these things and people hurt me, I knew that God still had a plan. You know what that plan showed me? I learned how I will never treat people. I seen how we want to do church. I seen how that, that God had a plan for us in those struggles, in those pains, in those moments that didn't make sense. But God was still there. Even when we didn't see it, God was still there. God was protecting us from things. We had an opportunity of a lifetime. And God said, hey, are you tired of doing your own thing because it fell through? Like it still today doesn't make any sense to us. Why? other than we know what we're doing now. See, when we quit trying to make our own plans,
trying to live in these temporary moments and let God's ultimate plan fall through, you're going to see big blessings in your life. And I want to encourage you today that God is right there with you. You may not see Him. You may not feel Him, but God is with you. Online campus, God is with you. And He loves each and every one of us. See, I want you all to see this. God never promised He will always protect us. He didn't promise that He will always protect us now. Because He may let things happen in our life. He may let people do what's wrong. He may let our finances go in the tank. He may let you know, uh, you know, health situations dwindle down. He may not always protect us, but guess what? He does promise that He will never leave us. He'll never leave us. So long before you face a problem, God has a plan. Guys, we'll stand with me this morning. Let's pray. Father God, I want to thank you so much for this day. God, I want to thank you for sending your son Jesus down the cross for us. God, you had a plan. You had a purpose. You had a rhyme to the reason, God. God, you, you know right where we're at. Each person in here today, God, God, you know our hearts. You know what's been done in our lives, God. God, we want to thank you for the protection that you have given us, God. God, even when we didn't see it, God, you were protecting us for certain things. God, people may have hurt us. People may have done us wrong, God. But God, you were showing us that you still are on the throne, that you are the bigger God. God, reveal your purpose to us today, God. God, if we're struggling, we've been on the fence, God. God, reassure us that you're going to show us the protection today, God. God, even when we don't see you, God, remind us that you're always there. You said you would never leave us. And God, if somebody don't know you today, let them know all they have to do is say the simple prayer. Dear God, thank you for sending your son Jesus to die on the cross for me. Forgive me of my sins. And God, when it gets hard and I don't see you, God, reassure me that you're there with me. Help me when it gets hard. In your name I pray. Amen. Thank you again for joining the Medit Church podcast. Join us back next week as we conclude our series, When Pigs Fly. Don't forget about submitting prayer requests if you need special prayer at meditchurch.com right there on the homepage. All right, we'll see you soon.